From that upcycled life where we believe even the most broken things can be upcycled in the right hands, this is the Reflections Podcast. Welcome to the TUL Reflections Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Fleetwood. Thanks so much for joining me in this space where we get to hang out and look back on the most memorable moments from the recent TUL show and TUL Uncut interview. My goal is to inspire you to take a fresh look at your own life and consider how God is upcycling you into something new. for the very first ever Reflections podcast on the TUL platform. And I just wanted to welcome you and thank you for listening today. My goal for this podcast is for it to feel like a friend. And I just wanted to kind of give you the setting of where I am. I'm sitting in my home office, which I call the library. So I'm surrounded by books that I love. And in here, I have this vintage pink antique chase lounge. Actually, I guess you would call it a settee if you wanted to use the right term. And I'm envisioning that you are sitting in my pink settee right here next to me and that I'm just talking to you and I'm sharing what I have learned this past week or so um, regarding the TUL show and the uncut interview with Nikki Hardy. And I just want you to know that um, this these are my true thoughts. This is my reflection um, about those episodes. And I hope that as I reflect you will be able to reflect as well. Because what I love about TUL and what we're doing here is that we're taking a look at broken down, torn apart, almost throwaway items and stories. And we are seeing how they can be put together, restored, and made new. So today, let's look back at um, episode number two, where Christine Chapel, the show host, takes on a project of restoring an antique window. And the special thing about this window is that she is redoing it for her mother as a gift. So halfway into the project, or not even halfway in, Christine encounters an issue. Um, She's done this project before, but this time something is different. Let's take a listen to what happens when she realizes that this project is not going to go as planned. You are not going to believe this. I picked using this window on the show because I was certain I wasn't going to have a problem. I have done this before. This is not a trial and error design process. It's a project I've already done. I should be able to have smooth sailing, right? Well, wrong. Has that ever happened to you? You can be honest. I know it has. We all have expectations um, regarding all kinds of things in our lives, and we picture that they're going to turn out a certain way. But the truth is that life usually doesn't turn out the way that we want it to. So at that point, we have a choice. We can decide to give up or we can decide to move on. 
And I want to explore with you a little bit about that moment, that moment when things don't go as planned and we have that choice to make because I believe that it's in that space, in that choice where God lives, right? Because he's there saying, trust me. And we're there saying, oh, but I want to do it my way. I wanted it to work out my way. And we have a choice. We can make that choice out of fear or we can make that choice out of faith. And our upcycled minute guest for this episode was Nikki Hardy. And Nikki Hardy, first of all, her voice is just amazing. You're going to get to hear it here in just a moment. She has that British accent, which is so lovely. And um, she has been through a really rough time. I encourage you to listen to the to the TUL um, uncut episode where she shares her whole story. But essentially, she talks about in the uncut interview with Bobby Shea how she was diagnosed with rectal cancer and how during that process, she had to learn the difference between being okay and looking okay externally and being okay internally on the inside. And I want her to share um, what she has to say about that moment about that choice of when life doesn't go as planned, when you are faced with a a diagnosis like that, um, and the weight of everything that she had been through before with cancer in her family, how do you make the choice about how to move forward in that moment? How do you choose it based on faith and not on fear? Let's listen to what Nikki has to say. Well, like I said, I think I had always thought a full, abundant life meant happy, skippy, healthy and happy, skippy bank account. And, you know, my kids behaving and coming to know the Lord. And, you know, and I I don't think it it means those kind of external trappings, those external things that we think will give us peace and joy. I think it's a it's an internal thing. It's about having peace, knowing that, you know, it is well with my soul, whatever happens. It's about trusting God that um, what he said about me and about life um, is true, that he's going to comfort us and give us peace and never leave us and that I'm loved unconditionally. It's that kind of inner abundance and fullness. And it doesn't mean that life doesn't hurt. And it doesn't mean that, um, you know, I'm always a bundle of energy, <laughs> but it just means there's something internal. There's a fullness and a contentedness inside. So that's what it came to mean for me. And it kind of shifted everything, which was really helpful, really helpful. Wow. Powerful words, aren't they? From somebody who has been through such a, a hard health struggle, but it's true. It's that inner stillness, that inner strength, that inner trust is what can carry us through even the most stormy seas of life. And I think it's important that we talk about that and that we're open about that because so often we just want to look put together on the outside, to look like we have it figured out, that we're not letting it get the best of us. Um, And so we put this happy face on, but on the inside, we're still struggling to find that inner peace and that inner strength. And in my experience, that freedom that Nikki talked about 
living a life to the full, even in the chaos, only comes when we kind of strip ourselves down bare and get rid of all the masks that we've been wearing and kind of take that happy, shiny, smiley face off for a moment and we become real and vulnerable with God and real and vulnerable with others. When we let people in, when we ask for help, when we um, stop trying to be so brave and acting like we have it all figured out, we turn to the only source of hope that is constant, which is our Heavenly Father, that is when we can find the inner peace and the inner strength. And in my experience, unfortunately, that usually requires some kind of tragedy or heartbreak or um, some happening to us that shows us that we're not in control, right? So it can be something innocuous like Christine's project with the window when she realized that how she had done it before wasn't going to work this time. And she had to ask for help. She enlisted the help of her family to get that project done because it wasn't going to work out that way that she thought. Or it can be something more substantial like Nikki's struggle in her diagnosis with cancer. Or in my life, it was experiencing a stress-induced emotional and physical breakdown and kind of my life shattering into pieces and having to go back to what really matters and what is constant and what is true. And that is the love and the grace of God. And so I want to share with you um, just the recap that Christine provided at the end of the show this past week. As she talks about that, as she talks about how when this interruption happened in the middle of her project, how she had to go back and look beneath the surface and figure out what that choice was going to be that she makes. Was she going to respond out of faith or was she going to respond out of fear? It really came as a surprise to me that I had so much trouble with that window, especially because I had worked on other window projects just like that before. But I was really encouraged even through my frustration by Nikki Hardy's words in her upcycled minute when she said that life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. You see, if I would have done that project on my own, I would have missed out on the opportunity to work with my stepdad and with my family to complete it, and that was simply so much fun. The truth is it was a much more full experience working with my family than it would have been by myself. Sometimes we get so sure of ourselves operating in our own strength that when God's plans shift from our plans, it kind of shakes up our whole world. But we can have faith in his promises that even if our worlds are shaken for the moment, he has a plan that far surpasses and exceeds our expectations. So what does it look like to trust God in your life? How do we do that in a practical way? What I believe is step number one of learning to trust God, and that is accepting that we are not the one in control. Both Christine in her project with the window and Nikki in her cancer journey, they started out trying to figure out how to do this on their own. They 
you know, wanted the answers. They wanted to know the plan. And that sounds well and good. It's like we want to see this straight road ahead of us. But life is not a straight road. I always like to say that life is more like a winding staircase. And we're standing at the bottom. And if we look up, all we see is the, these stairs winding and winding and winding. We can't see the destination. But in, we know that something good is up there waiting. And so all we can do is just take the next step and then take the next step and the next step. And as we go, we get closer and closer and closer until eventually um, the destination is revealed. And that's what life is like. It's about learning to accept that we are not the ones with the answers. We are not in control, that God is in control. And there are several practical things I do to help me with this. Um, number one, I talk to God out loud. Um, I love to do that while I'm walking. I call it walking and talking with God. And there's something about verbalizing my struggles and verbally saying, I know, Lord, that I am not in control, that you are the one in control of this. Please help me to just find the next step. Just help me to just take the next step and to trust you with the outcome because I know that you want what's best for me, even if it's not what I think is best for me. So talking to God and, and verbalizing your, um, your struggles with him is so, so very important. And the second practical thing that I like to do is to tell someone on my team. So I have a team of people that I like to call Laura's team. And after I go to God, I go and I tell my team, which is my family and counselor and friends and coworkers. I've got just special people on my team. And I let them know that I'm struggling. I let them know that I don't have it figured out. And those two things, talking to God and telling your team, have a way of reminding you of the truth of the matter, which is that God is in control and that we need him and we need one another if we're going to walk out this crazy thing called life. I want to leave you with one more um, insight from the show which was just a little itty bitty portion of it, almost as if it were, um, you know, just kind of an extra thing. But it's when Christine talked about getting that wax out of the candle holder. And it just made me think, how many times do I throw away glass candle holders because I've melted the candle and it's just all this crusty old wax in there. And gosh, it would be so hard to scrape it out. You know, like that's not worth it. I'll just go spend another $2 on a glass votive candle holder. But she reached out for help and she asked somebody who had been through that process, like a candle maker, how to restore a candle holder that has melted, icky, crusty wax in it. And she learned that you can do that very simply by boiling it in water. <laughs> and it just made me think, gosh, you know, it's true. It's true even with life. Things that we are ready to give up on, um, experiences or feelings or failures that we just want to stuff away, throw away and move on, they can be restored. They can be upcycled. They can be salvaged, just like an old crusty candle holder. And it's done by 
asking God for help to show us the way through. It's it's done by asking others for help to show us the way through and doing that together. Moms for being one of our sponsors. Thrive Moms is a ministry that exists to encourage and inspire you to do more than just survive motherhood. They provide daily encouragement, Bible studies to help you get in God's Word, local groups to get you involved in your community, and an app that equips you with God's Word and more. So you can get connected to Thrive Moms by visiting them at thrivemoms.com. And thank you to our other sponsor, Designer in You Paint and Decorative Products line. They offer all you need to transform your space with paint, image transfers, appliques, molds, stencils, tools, and tutorials. Their products are not only easy to use, but they are the best, highest quality solution for revamping all of your spaces without the shiny price tag of some other brands. Learn more about Designer in You by visiting their website, designerinyou.net. And you can view all our show's sponsors by visiting thatupcycledlife.com slash team. At TUL, we have six keys that remind us how to live that upcycled life, and they are courage, faith, grace, endurance, hope, and renewal. And of those six, I think that these past two featured items with the show and the uncut interview really point toward endurance, that things are not going to go as planned. But like I said, in that divine moment where we get to choose whether to respond out of faith or out of fear, we can endure through the hardships. We can endure through the pain, through the project that didn't go the way we wanted, through the cancer diagnosis that we feared. We can endure because we're not doing it in our own strength. Our own strength is limited and we are weak, but God has no limitations. And so when we learn to live in His endurance and His strength, that is where even the most broken things can be upcycled in our lives. Thank you for being here with me for this very first podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I know I did. And until we meet again, keep on living that upcycled life and be still. <laughs>